of Hi, Ubuntu. Um, can you hear me? Yes, Putero, we can hear you, darling. How are you? I'm great, thanks. Boy. <laughs> are you in a plane? <laughs> hi, hi. Are you flying a plane? You, you sound like, do you know what you sound like? You know when people are MC, they're like, hello, hello, oh, that's yeah. what you sound like. <laughs> yeah, no, Can you hear me? One, two, one, two. <laughs> that's what he sounded like. Hi, Potejo, how are you? I'm great, I'm great, can't complain. How about you guys? Great, thank we're you. Good. We're okay, thank you. Great, thank you. We're doing oh, even yeah. better now that we're chatting to you. Where are you in the world today? No, I'm still around Mzansi. Oh, yes. you're still around Mzansi. You sound disappointed. Correct. No, no, I'm not disappointed. I think there's great things that we can celebrate in South Africa. Oh, okay. Banyana, banyana. Oh, oh the yes. Girls. yes. Yes, the girls wow. did us proud, right? The, wow, the, I'm the... sure Lelo was jumping and he jumping. Was. I, I he lost my cry. voice, hey? He wanted to cry in I studio I lost today. my voice, uh, Mr. Mjapili. Yeah, no, I know you. Yeah. You are a great fan. Yes, and, I am. Uh, yes, yeah, he is. Are we celebrating is. with them? I beg your pardon? We're celebrating with the Banyana, Banyana. Oh, yes. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Oh, okay. Putako, let's talk about Erling. So the last time we were chatting, we spoke about that gate issue where what happens if you send to the wrong gates, etc., etc., right? So Erling responded to that issue. Yeah, they responded to us via their uh, PR company. Um, they were simply saying they are not responsible for the gate changes, but AXA is responsible for the gate changes. Um, mm. But um, uh, it, it, it's very convenient for A-Link to throw AXA under the bus here. But the ultimate end the responsibility lies with the airline. Mm. You see, when the airline doesn't have a proper communication mechanism in place, and they are not even able to contact the uh, concerned client who I actually did give them the information uh, of the clients that co- that were complaining and two weeks already now they haven't even made a contact with them mm. clearly they, they are not really interested in sorting out the problems that their clients were uh, experiencing there so it's very much uh, like you know AXA changes the gates but the AXA do change the gates yes however it is the airline that requires to communicate that information with the airlines because the airlines don't buy tickets from AXA. Mm. You, you, you don't mm. you, you don't even know who's AXA. Some of some of the travelers they just don't know even who's who's AXA. Mm. You know, so it's when you say it's AXA, you are not you are not solving anything for the clients. You need to at least have a proper uh, communication mechanism in place and be able to communicate e- effective message to the customers so that they understand where they are going when they get through when they go through those uh, boarding gates. They at least know exactly or when they go through security where we're going exactly where to go. Yes, but in convenient. this case, they just said no. You didn't understand it's AXA. No, 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 no. There's no such a thing. I, I mean, I'm in the industry, so I know exactly what, what happens there. So they need to have their communication mechanism in place and communicative, communicate uh, the message effectively to the clients. They need to do better. Okay, so a lot of people have been complaining, Putejo, about ticket prices, how expensive ticket mm. prices are, how it's just expensive to fly, basically, and how also flights, tickets, just flying out somewhere, it's, it's, it's difficult to even get a ticket, you know? Are we going to see any improvements in ticket prices anytime soon, considering the fact that people would love to plan for December holidays now? Um, what I will simply say is that uh, the ticket prices are going to be as high as they are. There's not going to, especially domestic. Mm. 
Mm. There's not going to be any changes anytime soon. There might be slight relief for now. Um, uh, on one airline that I've been monitoring, I've been monitoring um, FlySaf Air uh, for the past week and this week. They seems to be having a, a, a very much a decent prices for our customers. And But going forward, is going to be very expensive. In actual fact, to be honest with you, it's much more cheaper to travel overseas. Um, you, you can go to, I saw somebody sent me something this week and say, you know, I can go to Malaysia for 7,000, you know, return. Um, no way. Uh, yeah, yeah <laughs> via Singapore airline. Not that I'm panting Singapore, but uh, it's one of those things that are there. And you can go to Mauritius, you'll still get a decent prices uh, going to Mauritius and back. So it's 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 actually cheaper now to go to overseas. Book your, <laughs> you have to go to overseas than doing a local travel uh, if you want to fly because the, the, the prices are so high in the industry. But, I mean, there, there's quite a number of other reasons, you know, the fuel price, we know the, it's, it's slightly a little bit high at the moment. And, um, you know, um, this Russian-Ukraine war is not going to end anytime soon. Mm. So it's not making anything easier for the airlines as well. But at the same time, I think domestically, we, we also... Um, we don't have enough uh, supply of um, airlines that can offer yes, mm. that can offer decent prices. So that's why we're finding ourselves having to rather go overseas than really spending our money locally Somewhere because it's just too expensive. Unless you want to drive, and we don't have roads, we've got potholes. <laughs> She's, <laughs> she's, she's Putero. Wow, what a dig. Okay, so Putero, uh, can you give us any highlights and announcements from the Farnborough Air Show? Yeah, the the, the, the Farnborough is a, it's a very interesting air show that I love with all my heart because in actual fact, this was my very first a show to attend in my life when I started getting into the industry. Mm. And we saw last week, it started last week, Monday, and uh, the, the, the biggest uh, um, uh, the manufacturer that drew many customers was the the 777-9 um, uh, that uh, made a 10 there, and it really stole the show. And the performances from the test pilots from Boeing company uh, that came around and, and do uh, sec- performing some circuits and some maneuvers around the airport of Fenborough. And um, th- there were quite a number of uh, significant, um, uh, you know, deals that were, were signed on that. We have seen, uh, you know, Delta confused quite a lot of people because they went very hard on getting more of Airbus fleet and they just made a U-turn on that show and ordered a quite a significant amount of a 737 MAX. Remember, you were saying you're scared to fly in the MAX? Mm. Delta has, has ordered a, quite a huge number of the MAXs mm-hmm. uh, series. But the biggest losers were really the, uh, the Boeing because the Boeing company did not really get the significant amount of orders. You see, the Chinese market, they ordered more than 300 of the A350s from Airbus instead of going the Boeing. They usually like to support the Boeing, but this time around, they decided that, no, we don't want to go and support this one, so we want to go this way. And the the Boeing company, they also expressed themselves to say, look, but this this whole thing doesn't work. We could have at least... uh, sign a decent deal with them but it, that's how things goes uh, airbus also at some stage in in 
uh, in the past, um, they also suffered the kind of a um, uh, same thing that Boeing's going through, where they didn't get any orders, but uh, Boeing got more. So, you know, uh, you know? Yeah. So, um, so that's what happened. But uh, one of the biggest things that I've, in, I've noticed here is one company that has started manufacturing or selling the idea of doing double-decker seating in an airplane. Hmm. Meaning that you will you will have two seats, uh, you know, sitting on top of each other um, instead of, uh, and that will create much more uh, space in a narrow-body jet instead of having just a, a limited, um, you know, seats. If they can do that, then they will have more. So this company is uh, now going to um, to try and pilot this project with different airlines, and we are going to see many airlines probably uh, taking advantage of that, especially on the low-cost market, because they can increase the load factor and the capacity in terms of how they want to, um, uh, you know, offer their clients. So I think th- that will be very much good. Uh, for is this Boeing? Airlines. Is this Boeing or Airbus that wants to have these double-decker planes? No, it's actually a, a, an, an independent company okay. going to sell that to Boeing or any other manufacturer, Airbus or oh, okay. Embraer or anybody who, who would want to have that kind of a seating arrangement. I think it's very good that, uh, you know, somebody has come up with uh, such a brilliant idea. All right. So lastly, somebody put a snakehead in food that was given to flight crew. Tell us about that. Yeah, this... <laughs> this, this is, is not funny. <laughs> <laughs> this is horrible. give... We should give Glenn that so that he can uh, have some wings when he flies around uh, Rustenbeck <laughs> and Bumalanga uh, during the night. So this, <laughs> we'll call him Mamba. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the so the story um, it's true indeed it happened last week. So this was from the Sun Express. Sun Express is an airline, um, a joint venture airline between the Turkish and the German Lufthansa. Now. They operate in between the two countries. So this flight was operating a service between Ankara and Dusseldorf. And Dusseldorf is in in Germany. Now, the crew, usually, um, they get served food on board. Um, And this particular one, um, he happened to just, uh, you know, on your usual routine, you're trying to have your meal, Mm. um, you know, during the cruising and um, boom, here's the head of the snake. Okay, oh where is this coming from? And it couldn't be explained. The airline has accepted that uh, indeed that, um, that was true, that uh, the snake was found in the food of the uh, crew member. And uh, unfortunately, the crew member concerned did not um, uh, consume a lot of that. I'm sure you have seen on the video that I've put it up. Uh, on my Twitter, um, uh, it, it wasn't necessarily being consumed by um, the client. But um, these things that do happen, we, we don't know how it happened, but you know, you, you do get some of these things happening. Um, and unfortunately, in this case, it happened not mm. not mm. An, uh, on on the customer, but at least on on the crew. Flight crew. So the crew yeah, because they would have been. It, <laughs> somebody would have sued somebody. If it was a passenger that had to that that ate that head of a snake, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, people do um, do do uh, sort of sue airlines for, mm. for 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 
basic things that, that you always get even at home, <laughs> you know. So this time around, it, it really happened on the crew. So they can manage because it, it's internal it's mm. and stuff. So I'm sure they can do um, uh, some sort of... Uh, um, they can extinguish fire there. They can do damage control other, much more effectively. Control. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. So Put, that's that's the story. All right. Putako, thank you so much for your time. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you very much. You must just tell Glenn that today is the day when Concord, um, I know he loves the um, the fast jets. The Concord crashed today and um, it marked the end of the uh, super fast jet uh, that was operating in between the Europe and the and, and North America. Yeah, no, I remember I remember that incident, Putero. I think I saw it on CNN. It was really sad, uh, you know, because I saw it when it took off. And when yeah. it started catch, catching fire Sorry. mid-air, mm. it was horrific. Yeah, it, it was horrific. And the, the nice thing about the this, uh, um, you know, it, it, it ended the the era of the airlines that or the planes that were the super fast um, aircrafts. And, and, and up until today, we're still trying to find who is going to come up with such. And do we still have uh, an opportunity to do that? Because they were not allowed to fly anywhere else other than in, in the water. Meaning that if you're coming from Europe uh, or you're coming from America, it must just be in the water. It could not fly, uh, you know, inland. So I'm not sure if there's still going to be an appetite of developing something like that. So today marks the history uh, of the crash of Concord uh, out of uh, CDG. Thank you so much, Potejo, for that nugget. Enjoy the rest of your afternoon. Thank you so much and have a lovely oh, one. Evening now. Okay, thank you so no, much. It's... it's evening now. Uh, okay, so that was our aviation update with the aviation great, Potejo Mujabil. Oh, we've got you covered. 98.1 FM. Feel good music.